This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 318. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a more compassionate plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Well, summertime and the living is easy, unless you're down in South Texas and, and then it's, it's triple digits hot. and it's very hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, being plant-based doesn't mean missing out on all the amazing, flavorful, grilled foods that tend to be the fare these days during summer. Although I will say, for us, it's more evening time because firing up <laughs> that grill outside when it's 100 plus is kind of hot. Grilling at 11 p.m., it's a thing. Yeah. But uh, you don't have to miss out on the grilling. You know, when I when we ate meat, I used to grill quite a bit in the uh, summertime, and I kind of missed that. But as we became more educated about how to cook our vegetarian food, I realized that there are a lot of vegetables that you can still do on the grill mm-hmm. that are amazing. In fact, there's more vegetable matter that you can grill than actual meat. <laughs> matter. Vegetable matter. Vegetable matter. matter plant matter. <laughs> plant materials. <laughs> well, in this episode, we're going to share eight tips for making easy grilled vegetables that will take your summer from so-so to sizzling. Ah. Not that we need that help here, no, for sure. No. <laughs> Before we get into that, though, we do have a new rating. Yes, we do. So this is from Priscilla0620, who says, I love this podcast. I do too. Isn't that funny? All right. Priscilla says, two weeks ago, I started my vegetarian still learning journey. And these ladies have really, really helped me stay on track. For the past two weeks, I have been listening to their podcast. I even went back to listen to their archived episodes. I love love the learning environment they provide. I'm also now part of their peas and carrots group. I have learned so much. Thank you, ladies, for all that you do. You are much appreciated. Thank you, Priscilla. Thank you, Priscilla. We appreciate that. The reason we groaned a little (laughs) bit there is because, you know, as time goes on with anything, you learn more and more. And, you know, we, we when we launched, we learned a lot. And we had no idea learning. what we were doing. <laughs> we've been learning over the years. So we greatly appreciate those folks who go back <laughs> to the archives. And hopefully you can see the development <laughs> over the years because we've been doing this since 20, 2013. No more skits. You know what it's like to me when we, whenever we pull up an old episode? It's like seeing those pictures of your, your hairstyle back in when you were like 12. You know, <laughs> Like your school pictures from <laughs> yeah. the fifth grade. What was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> okay, just a couple more announcements before we get into our... Main topic. First of all, this episode is being brought to you by New Zest, a best-selling vegetable protein in New Zealand that is now available in the USA. New Zest is a clean, lean, complete vegetable protein that contains all nine amino acids. How about that? It's gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, non-GMO, and vegan. Nothing but the good stuff there. New Zest has a special deal for our listeners, so be sure to stay tuned to learn more about that. That's right. All right, and uh, one more little announcement here is we want to send out a special thank you for a new member of the Golden Apple Roundtable. Actually, we have two, right? Two yeah, 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 two new members. That's awesome. That's right. So uh, two new Carrot cru- Crusaders, Carrot Crusaders to announce, uh, Scott Brandt and Gypsy Clipper. 
awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Welcome, my liege, to the Golden Apple Roundtable. <laughs> no, she didn't just do that. Yes, she did. For once, that was not me. That was Vicky. I'm in a silly mood. I mean, I think I got a little bit of a of a pick me up from that. Uh, we we had some Cherry Garcia. The Ben and uh, Jerry's. You know, a few episodes ago, we did the vegan ice cream episode, and this inspired me to try some. And one of the ones I'm telling you, this one is excellent. I actually like it. Yeah, and Larissa doesn't, as you guys know, Larissa doesn't like much. So, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. It's true, but shut up. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, check it out. All right, we're ready to get into some grilling. Let's do it. All right, now we're guessing that most people know about at least a few veg-friendly foods to throw on the grill. Veggie burgers, veggie dogs, sausages, veggie sausages, that is, mm-hmm. portobello mushrooms, corn on the cob, and maybe even eggplant and summer squash. But did you know that you can also grill foods like cabbage, green onions, and edamame? That one was, I didn't think about that. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that one. Uh, you can, and without a lot of uh, fuss and mess, as long as you follow some simple guidelines. So let's fire up the veggie, the veggie grill. Ready? Let's do it. Okay. All right. So let's talk about, okay, so we've got some tips here. Number one is uniformity. And this is something that you learned about when you did the um, the ruby, the forks over knives. Oh, yes. School about. And I've learned over the years. <laughs> <laughs> the hard way. Uh, yeah. yeah. So uniformity is key to even cooking. So, yeah, just like with any other cooking method, as you learned, uh, you know, when you grill vegetables, you want to make sure that they're the same thickness, about the same size, so that everything takes the same amount of time. Yeah, I can't tell you how many vegetables I have lost. (laughs) How many vegetable (laughs) lives have been taken? (laughs) It's like me trying to grow plants. Yeah, over the years. I mean, it's and especially when you're talking about a grill, because I think there's that... um, X fact to me, there's no ever no fire that is ever the same. Assuming you cook with mm-hmm. the briquettes, but uh, even if it's to me, propane is a little more consistent. Mm-hmm. But like uh, you know, like a gas yeah. grill or something. But with you can never build the same fire. Never twice. the same fire twice. Mm-hmm. You you might know your grill over time, and that's one thing that it took me. I have just a little kettle grill. You know, one of those. I think it's a uh, Weber. Weber, and I love it. I like mm-hmm. it. But uh, yeah, it, no grill is the same. So you got to try to uniform, make thing, make the other things as much consistent as possible, right. like cutting them the same size right. and the same thickness. That's the biggest thing, the same right. thickness. Right, exactly. And, uh, you know, and we'll talk about this a little bit later on, but uh, different vegetables require different uh, cooking times and different temperatures. Uh, so, you know, you ha- kind of have to take that into consideration as well. But we'll talk more about that later. Okay, tip number two, brush out or drizzle your veg- your vegetables with olive oil. Now, I know some people really try to avoid oil as much as possible. This might be a case, though, to just put a little bit on because you're going to be really struggling with your vegetables on on a grill. Again, assuming it's like a... Well, even with a propane grill, mm-hmm. I can't imagine it's not going to stick some. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, and uh, if you don't use some sort of oil, you're going to be licking your vegetables off the grate. Yeah. So. And even even talking about which we're going to talk about in a little bit in the indoor grilling mm-hmm. pan. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you could. Yeah, you could get a no stick, but then you got all the chemicals from the no stick. Right. right? right. So mm-hmm. you got to kind of pick your battles there. 
All right. So, you know, to get them, get some olive oil on uh, your vegetables, you can, you know, after you wash and cut them, you can put them on like a large plate or like in a baking pan with sides and either drizzle them or just use a pastry brush, you know, to just coat each side a little bit, just brush a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say, especially if you're, you are trying to cut down on oil, maybe just the brush, mm-hmm. like dipping the brush in there and like right, the and excess just, off just mm-hmm. to, to, to put as little bit as possible. That's a good point. Okay, tip number three, this is one I really like, is uh, placing the small pieces on perforated foil or using a grill basket. That has been a very much a game changer for grilling vegetables <laughs> right. outside, especially the small vegetables that can fall through the grate. You know, right. when like, I see like, like edamame, a, a serrano pepper going oh. through the grate, just like, <laughs> oh, God, no, you lost a friend. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> She's going to need a moment. Uh, yeah. So small things like like your Serrano's like um, now Serrano's you can at least kind of lay sideways, you know, and but they that roll they around. Roll. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, that's true. It, when you, you have all the good, you think, OK, mm-hmm. I'm, it's good. But right. They but roll. like, yeah, like edamame pods or green beans. And yes, you can even grill green beans. Uh, think small things like broccoli and cauliflower florets. Uh, asparagus. Yeah, that's another asparagus, thing. Asparagus. Yeah. Long, but it's very thin. And that's those will true. grow through the grades. Yeah. And uh, so there's a couple things you can either put a piece of foil on your grate and then poke some holes in it and then put your small things on that. Um, But if you're going to do a lot, if you're going to be grilling small things a lot, you might want to invest in a grill basket or a cage. And these are really cool. The, The basket is really versatile and we'll have a couple of links uh, amazon links in the show notes to different different ones weber has a really good one and that's the one i'm i would put so far yeah yeah and it's a it's metal and it almost looks it's got looks like a you know like a kind of a square walk Mm -hmm. kind of thing and you can actually stir fry Mm -hmm. on the grill with it but you can also just kind of stir vegetables around in there um also, there are cages, and I know we had one of these at one point. I don't know if we still do, but it's basically two grates that kind of click yeah. together, and it, they have long wooden handles, so you can just put like pieces of, of um, like eggplant or something in there and then just flip them all at once. Yeah, we do have one. The one I got, though, originally, I think the grates were still a little too wide mm. for some of the things that we were doing when we became vegetarians. I, I don't remember what... Yeah, I don't know. I'd have yeah. to go look for it. You can it. get different sizes, I know. Yeah. So. All right. Tip number four. And maybe this should have been number one because strategy mm. tends to come mm-hmm. first, but whatever. Okay. So have a grill strategy. Now, when I first started grilling, as I mentioned, one of my biggest mistakes I made was the size of the stuff mm. was all different sizes. And of course, that made it very difficult to manage that. But another mistake I made was getting the fire too hot and then placing the more delicate food almost <laughs> directly on the heat, which, of course, caused them to burn very fast. <laughs> and, um, but as I've gotten to know my grill better and gotten a little bit more skilled, that's where I've learned to have some patience with some of this stuff and really paying attention to the temperature as well. So even my little cheapo grill has a temperature gauge and really understanding how hot it is because mm-hmm. like if you put your hand over the center of the grill and you can't even keep it on there for a few seconds it's probably that's very hot so you don't want to put something delicate on there like, like zucchini a zucchini or... <laughs> like a thinly sliced zucchini yeah. on there because that's just going to scorch it yeah and sometimes with certain vegetables you kind of want to i think put them on the higher heat just 
briefly just to kind of sear them a little bit and then move them off to the sides, right? To let them finish cooking. Well, you can do that, but we're going to get to another tip here in a second that you don't want to mess with them too much. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather start them out a little bit. Like if, for example, thinner zucchini, I tend not to put right over the center period. Yeah. And, and but maybe knowing, things like maybe things like um, uh, sweet potatoes or you know things yeah, like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. All right. So before we get on to our next tip, let's hear from our sponsor. This episode is being brought to you by New Zest Clean Lean Protein, a best-selling vegan protein powder. Based in New Zealand, New Zest is a leader in vegan nutritional supplements. Their Clean Lean Protein was voted the number one vegan protein for 2018 and 2019 by VeryWellFit.com, and it also made Health Magazine's list of top 10 vegan proteins. Now, Larissa and I had the privilege of talking to New Zest USA CEO Jonathan Edwards about the company, its mission, and its products. And a few things really stood out to Larissa and I when we talked to Jonathan. First of all, quality-wise... New Zest Pea Protein is made from the finest European quality golden pea sourced in northern France. Nutrition-wise, not only is it high in protein, with 19 to 21 grams of protein per 25-gram serving, just depending on the flavor, it's also low in calories and contains no added sugar and nothing artificial. So what that means is there's no artificial colors, no artificial flavors, no GMOs, sweeteners, or any of that other bad stuff. New Zest does not contain stevia. It's sweetened only by the extract from a West African fruit known as the contempe fruit. And last, but certainly not least, it tastes great. There's none of that chalkiness or grittiness that you can sometimes taste when you uh, drink a, let's say, a smoothie with some of the protein powder added to it. Newzest was kind enough to offer a special deal to our vegetarian zen community. If you head out to newzest.us forward slash vegetarian zen, you can try a four-pack of single servings in each flavor for $9.99 plus free shipping. The flavors included are rich chocolate, which I tried, yummy, smooth vanilla, which I tried, yummy, wild strawberry, and real coffee, which I didn't try, but they sound very yummy. So again, if you head out to newzest.us forward slash vegetarian zen, you will see that offer. There will also be a link in the show notes. Special thanks to New Zest for being kind enough to make this offer to our community. And now back to the show. All right. So uh, we are going to go to our next tip, but we did have a little bit more to talk about with respect to tip number four, which let's talk a little bit about grilling times. Mm -hmm. This is definitely part of strategy, right? Right. Yeah. And, And as I mentioned earlier, you know, different types of vegetables have different take shorter or longer times just like when you're cooking anything right mm-hmm. um so some specific vegetables so for things like bell pepper you can just cut them in half and then eight to ten minutes uh and just until they're tender and kind of lightly charred they get that like nice light char on the outside turn them once um and with most things and i think we'll talk about this later on too uh you usually just want to kind of turn them once if you can just so they don't get you know start to fall apart or stick too much or whatever. But uh, all right. So zucchini, yellow squash, eggplant, half them lengthwise, and then grill seven minutes. Right. And by the way, guys, we're going to have all this stuff in the show notes. So don't feel like you have to go write this down right right now, whatever. We're going to have a nice little (laughs) chart for you on this. Right. Okay. So whole mushrooms like cremini or or button mushrooms, seven minutes, whole uh, green onions, and this this is really nice green onions. You can just like you know trim the tops onions. and then a little bit, and then just put them 
uh, sideways, like, or put them in a basket, uh, four minutes, asparagus, whole four minutes, edamame, which I would be really kind of curious to see. They, what I read, the article I read about the edamame is it just gets that really nice kind of smoky flavor, which really enhances the the um, flavor that the mm-hmm. edamame already has, right? right? Uh, so on foil or in a grill basket, just until they're lightly browned. And then uh, cabbage, now this is something cool, cabbage is uh, just cut it in thin wedges and grill it until it's softened and lightly charred. And that what I imagine would be good too. Yeah. And you know, you can, um, I would imagine you could use that then to make like a kind of a smoky kind of coleslaw. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but, and then you can also, I didn't put this one in here, uh, but you can also grill lettuce leaves, um, kale, Swiss chard, things like that. And it's just kind of a more quick kind of thing just to kind of wilt them and get a little bit of char. I think that'll be our next ebook, like grilling recipes, grilled vegetable recipes. Yeah. That sounds kind of good as you take a big exhale. Because that actually, as of right now, when we're recording this, the ebook comes out tomorrow, which is the 14th, right? Mm-hmm. I think. But it's already been out when you're listening to this. And that and trip this- to the coast on Tuesday cannot come soon enough. <laughs> Today's Saturday. And, uh, well, it's our first yeah. book. And so we're it's little, just, it's just a lot of work. It's but it's work, been fun. Yeah. Definitely fun. It'll be really nice to see it out there. So yes. we put a lot of work into it. Definitely. All right. Let's get on and see uh, uh, tip number five, which is season with salt and pepper before grilling. And I would say with whatever herbs you're going to mm-hmm. season with would be helpful mm-hmm. to, to get that kind of grilled in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so salt is good good because it helps to draw the water out of vegetables which will help keep them from getting you know so mushy unless of course you overcook them and then anything gets mushy when you overcook it right yeah definitely yeah and uh you know the other thing is keeping the seasoning simple before you grill uh makes the prep faster and then you can dress up the taste of your vegetables like after they come off the grill Okay, so tip number six. On the other hand, marinated vegetables make great kebabs. That's right. Kebab. I just like that word, kebab. 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 (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Kind of goes with aquafaba. (laughs) The password is kebab. Kebab. All right. So, all right. So for like super, super tasty, flavorful vegetables that just right off the grill, you can marinate your vegetables first. Uh, so like whole but whole uh, button or cremini mushrooms, uh, cubes of zucchini, yellow squash or eggplant, uh, whole pearl onions, bell pepper pieces. Uh, these any anything like this can be marinated in like a mix of olive oil, balsamic vinegar, and then like your favorite herbs, just let them marinate for a while in the refrigerator and then thread those on a skewer, pop them on the grill. Okay, now this is another lesson I learned when the first time I tried to do vegetable kebabs. Make sure that you skewer the vegetables that kind of are the same Mm. amount of time because I did like thin bell pepper, zucchini, and then something... Potatoes. (laughs) Something like that. And of course, the poor thinner vegetables were... Black, and black then, yeah, and exactly, lumps. and then the other stuff was raw. So you don't you don't want that. You want to try to combine veggies that take about the same amount of time to cook, right? And then so, if you yeah. want to, you can take them off, and then like you can you can always rearrange whatever mm-hmm. if you want, right? For sure, yeah. And you know, so like the ones that we mentioned a minute ago are kind of those like more delicate, faster cooking ones. But then you can also do like root vegetables. So you could do carrot 
pieces mm-hmm. and parsnips and and uh, like sweet potatoes and those are fine together because they all take longer right. right all right tip number seven avoid overhandling vegetables once you're they're on the grill and this goes mm-hmm. back to what i was saying about mm-hmm. patience you really want to try to only flip them one time i mean it, I, it's okay to kind of lift them up a little bit mm-hmm. just to see how they're cooking but really when you the more you mess with them and the more you move them around of course if you see something that's burning in the center <laughs> you know yeah but Probably okay it. to go ahead move and move it. it. But, uh, you know, you, you just, this is where the patience comes in, I think, is, yeah. or part of the patience. And the strategy is that you really don't want to be constantly flipping them or you're just impacting the cooking time. Not to mention you're going to mess up those really cool grill marks. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, yeah. If you keep flipping them, those grill marks are going to get all like muddy and messed up and they're not going to be nice and clean. Yeah. And again, if you're not avoiding oil, you can always drizzle the finished veggies with olive oil and uh, or balsamic vinegar and sprinkle with uh, herbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, the other thing about them is you can serve them like right off the grill. You can serve them at room temperature and they'd still be good. Yep. And and you can use your grilled vegetables in to make other dishes like we just said with the with the cabbage, you know, make a kind of like a real smoky, nice uh, coleslaw. You got a stew going on. That's a stew. <laughs> or, uh, Ooh, you know, you can use your... Stew. I wonder how that would be. I bet that would be huh, interesting. Interesting. I wonder. Yeah. You'd have to like... Oh, I don't know. I'm creative. I don't know. I'm, Whatever. I'm thinking about it right now. <laughs> That's kind of interesting. Yeah. All right, uh, the last tip here, tip number eight, is don't forget about your uh, stove. So Mm -hmm. no grill, no problem, or if it's raining, or it's just too darn hot outside. Uh, If you don't have a grill, you can also get an indoor grill pan. Mm -hmm. Don't bring that Weber grill in. (laughs) Whatever you do. You would be amazed how many people (laughs) do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I probably wouldn't. (laughs) And it doesn't work out well, does it? Yeah, no. It's like putting it under the patio cover. Like, really? Yeah. What's your thought process? With it flaming high. Did I ever tell you that story when I lived in an apartment and I was on the second floor? I'm going down the trail here. And I was uh, just out all of a sudden out my window. So I was looking out my balcony and I see this flame shoot up. (laughs) And I was like, what? From your second floor? I thought thought the, yeah, I thought the building was on fire. And so I I, uh, ran downstairs and it's my, let's just say not too bright neighbor (laughs) that has his grill like my like a charcoal grill underneath the balcony that's shooting up flames uh, <laughs> and it's hitting the balcony and i said are you kidding me you can't be there you can't be right there you can't be doing that right yeah. there oh well it's gonna go down in a second no uh. <laughs> <laughs> no it's not not the point <laughs> anyways uh, okay anyway. but i digress okay uh they do make some very nice indoor grills and indoor pans. And we're going to have one in the show notes that I really like because it's cast iron. Mm. And we've talked about the importance of the utensils and Mm -hmm. the uh, appliances that you use in the kitchenware and the kitchenware. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, if you get the nonstick, you've got to contend with the chemicals there. And to me, I'd rather get a nice seasoned cast iron pan Mm -hmm. and just lightly oil it um, just just to keep it from sticking and uh, you don't have to worry about all that bad stuff going in there. That's right. And uh, I will say that, you know, if you get a, 
a pan, like a Le Creuset pan. They are expensive, but you can get, they have just the, the cast iron, but then they also have the enameled cast iron. And that's what we have. So it's, uh, and they have all the pretty colors, which I love anyway. But then the, the outside is enameled, but then also the surface, the cooking surface is enameled. Mm-hmm. So it looks, it's black. It looks like um, cast iron or, you know, like, not, but it has that kind of more, a little more nonstick properties without the chemical stuff because it's enameled. So, right. Yeah. Right. And the cooking times are essentially the same too. Mm-hmm. And I would even say you'd probably have, you have more, I would have more control on a cooking pan inside just because uh, the, the, heat the heat would be better. much easier more even right yeah. exactly all right well we hope this this has provided you with some great vegetable easy vegetable grilled uh tips and inspired you to create your own delicious and nutritious veggie platters that's right recipe of the week my favorite yes <laughs> i was waiting for you to look at it to see i know i know like, and then i saw the smile across your face because i've been asked about this in our peas and carrots what is up guys what up uh, this is our closed Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarians. And I've been asked about this every now and I get asked about this every now and then, you know, and I realized we don't have this recipe on our no, website. We need to put so. it out there. Yeah. I say recipe, air quotes, air bunnies. Right. The method. Yeah. I it's guess. just a method of cooking grilled yeah. corn that has worked for me over the years. And uh, I've got it down pretty good. Although the last time I did it, I got, I was a little impatient and <laughs> got some stuff overcooked, but I uh, like it like that, though. Yeah, I know you do. Um, but essentially, I'm just going to give a high level. But again, all the step-by-step instructions are going to be in the show notes. And like I said, I think we need to just create a recipe mm-hmm. to have it out there all the time so people don't have to sift through the through show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, but you want to take you want to get the, the whole corn on the cob with the husk with the and husk, everything. Yeah. And then when you when you bring it home, take the silk, as much of the silk out of the husk but leave the husk on yeah you just pull it back pull the silk out right. rinse it and then you know stick the husk back up exactly and then put the uh corn in a large bowl with cold water and i even throw ice cubes in there mm-hmm. and you can let it sit there for about 50 i would say 15 minutes minimum mm-hmm. but i usually let it soak there for about 30 minutes yeah yeah because you want it really like uh wet the husk so it doesn't just like, right poof, right you know? Like your your downstairs neighbor's grill. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and so so while that's doing that, then you you know, heat up your, your grill. I go out and get my grill going. Take then once the corn has soaked sufficiently, then take it out and put it on shake out the excess water. Of course there's gonna be water. You don't want to get your floor all <laughs> all wet and all that. And then um, put the corn down on the grill. Now Here's the thing. Sometimes I close the lid and sometimes I don't. It just really depends on the heat uh, and, and how the fire is going. So this is another one of those X variables. So if my fire was having trouble starting and getting going, if I close it, it tends to put the fire mm-hmm. out. So sometimes I'll let it heat up a little bit more. So that that is kind of a variable. If you have like a propane and it's just all you even all the time, it. you can right. control it. I'd probably just, uh, I wouldn't worry about that. But um, I put the corn down uh, and then I will let it, cook for 10 to 15 minutes and i set a timer on my phone then once that time is up then i turn it a quarter turn and do another 10 15 Mm -hmm. minutes four times until the whole thing has gone around a full rotation so this can take anywhere from 40 minutes uh to To an hour yeah to, to about an hour but i will say it typically takes about 40 minutes 
that's usually the time that yeah that seems about right yeah and it is really good and i would say have a fork with you so you can test it's going to be very hot so obviously when you bring it in usually i give it to you because mm-hmm. it's your favorite thing <laughs> and i let you see what the i don't really care as much as long as it's not raw or completely charred uh but i usually let you be the judge of if it's ready or not but you know have a fork and if i would say if it's you can pierce the the niblet mm-hmm. a little not um it shouldn't be hard, in other right. words, to pierce the niblet right. and do that in a couple of areas on the corn. You want to make sure to flip it around because maybe right. one side didn't get it. Yep. So and good. then yeah, and then once it's done, I just strip the husk off, break off the you know the stalk end, and and there you go. And you know what? I like to put um, like some sp- spread or spray or but you know whatever I'm using, um, but then some lime beer salt. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Ooh, so that's good. good stuff. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Good for you, maybe yeah, not. I'm always, I'm always stealing. Yeah, I'm always stealing Vicky's beer salt. She's like, "That's mine. <laughs> That's Sorry. for my beer. I don't drink beer. Put it on my corn." All right. So uh, again, we'll have that for you guys on the website. I think from it'll be uh, eternal content. Now we'll put it easily to find, but it will be in the show notes also. forever. <laughs> All right. I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind. 